This is where the fun begins. General Kenobi! <laughs> Hello everyone, and welcome back to Jedi Knights, the official Star Wars podcast of Joy Clicks. I'm your host, Christian Buckley, joined by my Chewy Mike Connors for episode 50. What an accomplishment. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's been so much fun doing it with you, Christian. So. A- absolutely. I I It feels good to see a number that high. I think personally, this is the first. That's not true. Uh, I I did a, a show with Kevin Diaz on PlayStation Source. We got the fifty eight episodes of that show, but we're right That's behind. Impressive. Yeah, we're right behind now, and we're gonna pass that because that show's over. I think I think we're definitely going to pass it. The the, the real question is, when will we get to episode sixty six, and what will we do for it? Stay tuned absolutely we are that's what i gotta say we are kicking around ideas for that every single day every waking hour but every waking hour uh if you're not familiar this is our star wars podcast where every week mike and i get together talk about the star wars news review some star wars things speculate some star wars things and a constant there is the mandalorian and we're gonna get to that there's a lot of mando news this week mando season two trailer but before that starts up mike how you doing I'm doing really good. Uh, we're getting some good Star Wars content. Uh, I haven't been really playing any Star Wars media myself, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, uh, I'm getting hyped on the Mandalorian. Me too. Uh, what about What about you? Yeah, I um, like you said, haven't really been consuming a ton of Star Wars content. You know, it's always on my mind, clearly. But um, yeah, nothing, nothing in the immediate area of where I am right now. But now. Uh, the hype is back. I, I feel like our dead season of news for Star Wars was pretty brief, all things considered. No, totally. I, I mean, I think it's just going to ramp up from here, and especially since we, we have some special things planned for the next few episodes. It's going to be Mandalorian heavy, uh, mm-hmm. but but for good reason. Yes, for sure. And before we get to any of that, let's kick the show off the way we normally do with our segment from the Jedi Archives, where we pull from the uh, Jedi Archives, also known as Wikipedia. Mike, why don't you... Uh... Aptly named. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, why don't you kick us off with your selection for the week? Okay, sure. Uh, so this week I chose the one, the only, Masameda. So Masameda was a, a Chagar- Ch- Chagrian male politician who served in the high-ranking government roles during the twilight years of the Galactic Republic and helped establish and administrate its successor state, the Galactic Empire. He's the big blue guy um, who, like, you know, hangs out with Palpatine. In the oh, prequels. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hor- so, horn man. Yeah, horn guy. Yeah. Uh, blue horn guy yeah. who hangs out with Palpatine in the prequels. That's him. Uh, so, yeah, he's from uh, Champala. Okay. So I guess Champala, that's a place in the galaxy's inner rim mm-hmm. so that's interesting uh he's 1.96 meters tall of course his skin color indeed is blue mm-hmm. uh and yeah he he helped administrate and he was basically like uh a bureaucrat for palpatine now i have to wonder i would love a memoir written from this character's perspective about his time yeah. working with palpatine <laughs> no legit i yeah. mean it's pretty funny like mm-hmm. i <laughs> I don't know. I, I think he actually ended up living longer too than the Empire. I believe. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So so he he ended up like I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, for sure. I I never knew that what, what that guy's name was, but now we know it is. Can you repeat it? <laughs> uh, Masameda. Masameda. Interesting. Well, yep. 
Uh, curious if he ends up as a playable character in the Skywalker Saga Lego game. We'll see. But I hope so. I really yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. If Yaddle's playable, I'm sure he is. You know, give us a mission where it's Palpatine getting prepared for the assault from the Jedi Council, and it's just the two of them doing co-op in that room together. Exactly. I think. I think like uh, you know he's in the scene where Yoda like shows up to Palpatine in Episode Three. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, maybe maybe he's involved in some way. Mm-hmm. He'd been new. He was he was in the loop of the whole time. He he was. He'd been new for sure. Well, uh, very interesting poll. Mine is a bit of, of a more recent addition to the greater Star Wars canon, and that is one Jaro Tapal. Jaro Tapal, nice. That's a good one. Yeah, Jaro Tapal was a Force-sensitive Lasat male who was a Jedi Master during the Clone Wars, serving the Galactic Republic with distinction as a Jedi General in the Grand Army of the Republic. Uh, he mentored one Cal Kestis in the Wizard of the Force. Um, died 19 years before the Battle of Yavin. Um, he has gray hair, green eyes, purple skin. Don't have a height on him, but uh, as we saw in Fallen Order, he is quite tall. <laughs> um, Very. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I mean, Cal was just really small, so who knows? Yeah, well, he had like those... You know how like deer have like the backward legs, kind of? He had one of yeah. those. He okay. had two of those, actually. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, Jared Paul. I would love more of Jared Paul. He seemed cool. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I would love to see some clone wars episode yeah Jaro Tapal, that would be cool uh mm-hmm. too bad that show i mean they said that show may, may come back right right uh, so maybe we'll get some Jaro Tapal action mm-hmm. there i feel like that would be a cool place to get it yeah i'd love also i would take like a a comic you know maybe like five issues or something about uh cal Kestis train training with Jaro Tapal. you know just to flesh out a little more cal maybe from the perspective of Jaro, just to give him a bit more of a character but he well, he grabbed me in the short amount of time i saw him in fallen order well it doesn't necessarily mean that like in the sequels to fallen order that we won't get more of him sure uh, so you know don't, never count that out absolutely so uh that does it for this week's jedi archives from the jedi archives uh and while we're on the subject of this, I'll throw this out there because this is just a very brief story. Uh, yeah. I sent this to you, Mike. Currently, Galaxy's Edge is running a poll to see what the next special edition replica lightsaber should be to stock in Galaxy's Edge. There are a handful of options. I think uh, Ezra's lightsaber is an option. Kane and Jarvis, his lightsaber is an option. Yeah. Uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, favorite of mine big fan of that one yeah uh as well as cal Kestis, the broken one which we see him use at the beginning of fallen order again formerly belonging to one jar to paul that's that's what we need that's mm-hmm. that's the one that i would choose <laughs> yeah that is the one i voted for uh, as of the time i voted which i want to say was maybe four days ago as of recording this uh heavy lead very heavy lead with that one uh qui-gon's yeah, okay. was trailing by about like 20 percent um but after that it was kind of a wash yeah that's good i mean that's that's what i want to see mm-hmm. honestly i i didn't realize that it was a poll so i didn't i didn't uh, vote myself but mm-hmm. 
good to good to know that yeah, I, I would have voted for that anyway so. yeah mm-hmm. and it's cool to see that the greater fandom i guess is sort of pushing for more fallen order content i guess because technically that's content even if it's merch you know well i mean i we're for sure gonna get more fallen order so it's only mm-hmm. a matter of time yeah uh, so uh that was just a little quick one but mike we got a metric ton of mandalorian stuff to talk about today so um, much stuff i i want to say i want to say and mm-hmm. i'm not trying to toot my own horn here mm-hmm. please do please toot go ahead <laughs> i think you know where i'm about to go here uh two weeks ago i made a prediction on this very show that in two weeks we would have we would get a trailer for the mandalorian season two that's right mm-hmm. uh so you know not trying to toot my own horn here not trying to pat myself on the back please do but i'm, try- but I'm trying to pat myself on the back no i'm just kidding mm-hmm. but uh yeah no that's the biggest news that's the headline news we got we got a new trailer for the mandalorian season two mm-hmm. and mike i think to celebrate uh why don't we lead off with what this show is doing to cover manda season two um would you like to explain? Sure. We are officially coining, trademarking, uh, exclusively hashtagging, hashtag Mandoctober. Now, should it be pronounced Mandoctober or Mandoctober? <laughs> I like Mandoctober, but if you want to pronounce it Man- Mandoctober or whatever, uh-huh. that's fine too. Yeah. So, M-A-N-D-O-ctober is basically what we're doing and what that consists of is starting well, when, when oh. the weather gets cold that's that's really when it all starts mm-hmm. that's when man october starts yeah man october is a state of mind it's not a time exactly um, so starting on the episode that will release on october 7th uh and fo- every wednesday following when these episodes go live we will be doing a rewatch of the mandalorian season one Starting out on the 7th, we'll be rewatching and discussing our rewatch of episodes 1 and 2. The following week will be 3 and 4, week after 5 and 6, and then the final week, 7 and 8, as we go into the weekend where The Mandalorian Season 2 will be premiering. And then at that point, we will resume our weekly Mandalorian reviews that we did last fall, but for Season 2, um, every Wednesday. So. You're going to be getting the Mandalorian recap for the week prior, our thoughts on it a couple days before the new episode airs. So, Yeah, I think it, it perfectly lines up to when, uh, you know, the new episodes begin to release. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. so I'm excited. I'm excited to watch it again. It's been probably like a year. Yeah, same. I've only watched it one time through fully. Um, I think, yeah, me as well. Mm-hmm. So. Some some episodes I watched maybe twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but not like looking forward to it. So if you want to join along, uh, feel free, listeners, viewers, you can do that. Uh, we also have a two dollar tier on Patreon.com/slash/JoyClicks where you can submit talking points. So if there are specific things about the episodes you want us to talk about, cover, or theories you have, uh, you can go there, and I'll make a post every week where you can uh, two dollar tier patrons can just go off give us talking points get your name read on the show get your thoughts read on the show so go off kings and queens absolutely so um with that mike why don't we why don't we build to the big thing because the big thing is the trailer we have a couple other things to discuss before yeah let's let's that's the that's what we're gonna end off on Mm -hmm. so 
what we have first, right, is, um, sorry, we have a uh, Mando Mondays, right? Now, Mando Mondays are going to be the Disney version, I guess, the Lucasfilm version of Mando October, which kind of a huge oversight on their part. But Mando Mondays, yeah. What's up with that? They we we totally came up with a better name. Yeah. Rather, you 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 came up with a better name, Christian. Thank you. Well, hey, we screened it. You know, take credit for it. It's your show too. <laughs> we uh we workshopped it. We 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 uh wait. What what do they do? Uh, not not crowd not crowdsource it, but uh uh whatever. Continue on. Okay. Um, from Lucasfilm, we have the following quote: Fans of the Disney Plus original series, The Mandalorian, just received a new reason to look forward to Mondays. Disney and Lucasfilm today announced Mando Mondays an all-new global consumer products, games, and publishing program kicking off on October 26th that will debut goods inspired by the series. After premiering last fall and quickly taking the world by storm, The Mandalorian, which took home seven awards last week during the 2020 Primetime Emmys, will return for its highly anticipated second season Friday, October 30th, only on Disney+. The Mandalorian and the Child continue their journey facing enemies and rallying allies as they make their way through the dangerous galaxy in the tumultuous era after the collapse of the Galactic Republic. Uh, after fans experience the latest episode every Friday on Disney+, Plus, they can visit mandomondays.com each Monday to see what new toys, collectibles, apparel, books, comics, digital content, and more will be revealed. Mando Mondays will run for nine weeks, culminating on December 21st. So. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to get, like, merch drops every Monday after, like, new episodes? I, I would assume so um interesting it's running nine weeks i'm wondering if that is reflecting how many episodes we get this season because i don't think they've confirmed an episode count yet yeah interesting um, i if yeah if it's running for nine weeks i feel like that would just make sense it's a good extrapolation right there right because similarly i think mando season one wrapped up uh, around the same time right it was like the the final episode was the week or the week after no we did got a double feature the week of the rise of skywalker so by the time rise of skywalker was out we had the both final episodes yeah i'm trying to remember i think that the mandalorian started sometime in november mm -hmm. last year yeah so so yeah it hasn't even been a full year so yeah <laughs> that's kind of interesting uh i i remember like when we were uh filming the episodes or, or i think very early on in this year we were like talking about how there were already shooting season two so mm -hmm. makes yeah. sense so uh we do have the first reveal uh for mando mondays first batch of them if you want me to run through them real quick go for it uh we have monopoly star wars the mandalorian edition retail price 40 dollars available fall 2020 okay um, now this i got a problem with this box mike out the gate <laughs> what's wrong with it uh it's it's a pretty cool box. It looks like it's carbonite, but the okay. sigil, the sigil, Mike, is Boba Fett's sigil. It is not the Mudhorn. Oh, it's Boba Fett's. You're saying? Yes, it is not the Mudhorn. It is whatever. It's like the Rancor, right? Is that what Boba Fett's is, or something like that? Uh, I honestly don't even know. Um, the Manticore, I, well, maybe. When I look it up, all I get is the uh, the Child Monopoly game. Oh man, we got. Do we have two? Do we have two sets? oh my gosh yeah i mean we might there, there's another monopoly set where there, i guess there's the child on the front so if you want that guys mm -hmm. we're not getting plugged or anything go get it 
we also have a Star Wars The Black Series credit collection, which uh, falls under the Kenner replicated action figures. Uh, we have one six inch heavy infantry figure. So this is, of course, John Favreau's Mandalorian character with the jetpack that we saw in episode three. Uh, that is going to be $35. Well, 35 for that one seems a little much. Yeah. Huh. Ooh. Mike, you know what else we have, though? What do we have? We have a Din Djarin Kenner figure that is $25. And let me tell you, I kind of love how that box looks. <laughs> I need to look it up. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll send you... Ken- it's, a, it's a Kenner figure? Yeah, it's a replica of the Kenner figure. Uh, I can send you the link to this if you want, but... Yeah, I'm pulling this off of the Star Wars Newsnet uh, recap of it, and my God, the box, the look, oh, I kind of want that. I mean, only twenty five dollars. You might as well do it. Yeah, and uh, we all we have on a date is fall twenty twenty. Um, so oh, um, it it looks very cool. It looks very very cool. What's that like? Uh, what's that? that gold thing that's on the top i think it's supposed to be like imperial credits because we got a a silver one on the heavy infantry mandalorian um as well so i think that's might be just what that is like a collectible imperial credit coin Uh, yeah i think i think i would want to get uh you know i would want to get both of them together for sure mm -hmm. Uh, the heavy infantry mandalorian and and this mandalorian mm mm-hmm we also have for $25 a Kenner of Cardoon, a Kenner of IG-11, a Kenner of an Imperial Death Trooper, and a carbonized Kenner Graphite figure of Dinjarin as well, which is cheaper than the standard one. This one's $18. Interesting. I feel like this one is more limited mm-hmm. if it's if it's a carbonized vintage graphite collection that's just very it's a lot of adjectives you know yeah i i feel like carbonized makes it seem like there's something special about it so i'm, I'm surprised it's cheaper honestly that's what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah you're right uh we also have what's this a star the star sorry star wars the bounty collection series 2 the child uh figures now I don't know if Bounty is like the paper towel brand or if this is like I don't know. It kind of looks like it kind of looks like Funko Pops in a way. In a way, yeah. Like I'm kind of surprised. I've never seen this brand or style before. It's very strange. It looks like hyper realistic in a way. Mhm. Like he's like playing with fire. Yeah. I guess he's like a, I guess he's like a firebender now. Yeah, there's a lot of variation with uh, those two packs, which is pretty interesting. Um, <laughs> this one, this one is haunting. We have a diamond select. Oh my god! Uh, one half scale bust of the child. It is a hundred fifty dollars. Pre-orders start today, and it's available in spring twenty twenty one. I don't this like is... that. <laughs> this is terrifying yeah i don't know what it is it's like the texture of it just looks wrong yeah why would you want this like where would you where would you put this put that on the old fireplace you know put that on the mantle yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure if this is worth it folks 
Yeah, that one that one's a little questionable, I think. I don't know if I would buy that one. Um Ooh, now speaking of Funko Pops, Mike, we have some more Funko Pops as well. There's a chrome Mando with the child. Uh looks like he is following the path of the rising phoenix, as we saw at the end of um season one. So jetpack yeah. and all. Nice. Uh, again, another. I feel like that's, feel like that's what's he's, what he's gonna look like in this next season. Oh, absolutely. Um, we got Baby Yoda in the pouch, in the background of my set for viewers. Uh, you can't really see it, but I have Baby Yoda just standing there, like with his hands out. So this one, you can get him all bundled up, nice and cute. Man, what are the highlights? Because there's a lot of other merch. It's a lot of stuff you would just see kind of in i know there's a lot here like uh you know like that aisle of target i exactly yeah i know exactly what you're talking about we got a lot of those honestly i think the most striking thing out of all of this is that like 160 dollar bust of baby yoda Mm -hmm. now Uh, not for good reasons i think that that's kind of strange uh Otherwise, I actually kind of just really like the uh, Black Series Kenner figures. Yeah, I I think, if anything, out of this, I might try to get that Kenner of Din because I missed out on the Black Series of uh, Mando, like, twice, I think. I don't even... I I guess the Beskar Armor one went on sale. I don't know how I missed that if we do a Star Wars show every week, (laughs) but... (laughs) I mean, I don't know, I... I feel like it would be worth like buying all of them if you mm-hmm. if you could. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, the the one thing I want to shout out, all the way at the bottom of this list, Mike, for hundred twenty dollars, you can get a Mandalorian themed Polaroid camera. Okay. Cool. <laughs> it's got like his color scheme, so like some tans, browns, and silvers, and it has a a batch of like the polaroid film with like a mando border on it and there's like the mudhorn sigil and stuff so that's interesting that's kind of cool i like how on the box there's like a photo coming out of polaroid and it's like the mandalorian yeah polaroids are cool i don't know one maybe i'll look into that i mean yeah if you're gonna buy one i i don't i don't see why what why not buy the star wars one right oh yeah why not why not if you're in the market yeah Go for it. But uh, that is the first of Mando Mondays. Uh, I don't know if we get this much next week for Mando Monday because this seems like a lot of the, hey, all this stuff is going to be out within the next couple weeks. So be on the lookout. I think next week might be more like branching into the publishing, like maybe comics or a little short docu-series about the, the road to Mando 2 or something like that. But I'm, I'm sure we'll get some sort of marketing promo thing mm-hmm. soon yeah now the question of course mike is will mando mondays continue for every other season because of course we saw that mando mondays are continuing until the end of this year but according to one uh grandmoff gideon himself giancarlo esposito mando's back again for a third hint i think fourth season based on these quotes uh i can just read the quote and we can break that down yeah go for it 
so on the night of the Emmy Awards, uh, Giancarlo Esposito was being interviewed by People magazine. He said, quote, we're living in a universe that is huge and there's so much to explore. So I think this show is going to lay the groundwork for the depth and breadth that's going to come in season three and season four, where you're really going to start to get answers, end quote. Now, that reads as someone who knows they're going to be around for a couple seasons and did not realize they might have not been able to say that. That definitely reads that way, but it's really not that surprising, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm happy to, to hear that come from his mouth. I yeah. mean, it might be, it might have just been like a slip of the tongue. Like, he might have just said that, like, uh, and it's not confirmed yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe they've been talking about like a vision for the show, but mm-hmm. it hasn't quite been like confirmed. I wouldn't be surprised if Disney has like greenlit a season three and a season four. Yeah. Um, because just there's so much hype around it um honestly i think that they they greenlit the season they greenlit season two before season one even came out so uh yeah i mean it's it's just good good to know that like that other aspect of his quote where he says like we'll finally get answers um shows that this show is going to become i think more than just your typical like job of the week sort of thing yeah Um, and as much as people like me really enjoy the bounty of the week format, um, I-, I think it's nice to know, and you would assume this because it's Favreau and Filoni and their history of work individually, they're building towards something, right? So I think for people like you who were a little let down, season one wasn't really building towards a grander story you know it was like contained just within season one it was a lot of just like what's going on this week i think for those like you who had that criticism of season one this might put you at ease in a way like even if season two does have like maybe half season one energy that grand scheme we're still going somewhere you know it it totally puts me at ease because Mm -hmm. honestly like i don't want it to sound like i was disappointed in season one because i still really liked season one and i i'm just taking it for what it was and right what it was was you know a, a sort of bounty of the week thing and i thought it actually worked pretty well for a first season of the show uh but yeah it puts me at ease because i know now that at least like you know coming from a reputable source an actor on the show that we're building towards something mm-hmm. uh, so i don't expect season two to be like you know I, I I expect season two to be more like Bounty of the Week still. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's just, you know, I think pe- they're just trying to get people to watch the show at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think towards the end of the season, we might start to see sprinkles of something larger at stake. Um, and we already have seen that, but I think it's becoming, begin, it's going to become something that's more prominent in the story. Um, sprinkles in season two. Yeah. That's uh- my prediction. I would agree with you. I think that first off, like Giancarlo Esposito has been on like pretty long running shows before. You know, I think he was on that like CW show, The Hundred. I think he was on that, but most people know him from Breaking Bad. Um, he was on multiple seasons of Breaking Bad. He is very familiar with how like seasons of shows work, signing on contracts. Like, I I think that if this wasn't the case if this was false if he was just saying oh a hypothetical season four i don't think he would i don't think that's what this quote means i think he's 
he knows. I think he's probably signed on for a few seasons. And whether or not Disney wants to pursue multiple seasons, I can't imagine why they wouldn't. You know, this isn't like Alden Ehrenreich signing on for three Han Solo movies, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think this is definitely something that they're going to keep. Uh, I don't. I don't want to use the word milking, but yeah, I think they're going to keep milking. It's it's profitable for them. People mm-hmm. people enjoy it. It's a good show. Yeah. Um, just straight up. So I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't right. continue it. Yeah, and I I think the point you make is really strong too. If you look at the fact that uh, everything we've heard about Kenobi and Cassian is that they're most likely one-offs. So if you experiment with visiting these characters that we're already familiar with from the films and you give them a a limited run series or whatever they decide to do with those characters after their first seasons, but you have this original character and story and world and time period to explore with the Mandalorian, then I think that just works out for everything. You know, that that's best case scenario. Yeah, I mean, we, we know that, you know, the Kenobi show is going to be a one-off, uh, or at least it's rumored to be. Um, I don't know if that's confirmed, but... I, I think the recent quote was that you said limited series, and then I think from that, I think also Kathleen Kennedy said limited series but I think they didn't say, like, then that's it. I think they were like, well, we're going to really excited to see how this limited series does, like that kind of thing. Yeah. All right. Um, But, I mean, I I guess, like, you know, with with that in mind, if if, if Kenobi is actually a limited series and there's just one, uh, there's just one season, what is your ideal, like, what is your ideal sort of scenario for The Mandalorian? What would you want to see? Like how how many seasons would you want to see in this? Like, obviously, I assume you would want it to like sort of build to something and end at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, at what point? At what point do you think they should like stop and like move on? I think the sweet spot for most shows is five or six seasons. So if Mando okay. can get to six seasons and it's quality the whole time, I'll be happy. I agree. So um now the big question is when do we bring luke skywalker into this that's uh that's season three baby yeah season three and then luke's hanging that's around for a while that's when it all starts yeah, yeah. that's when we get a that's when we get uh you know sebastian shaw what's his name sebastian stan stan sebastian right. shaw is that i think that's a x-men character <laughs> i think that's kevin bacon in x-men <laughs> All right, get out of here. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about. The Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, we need him to play Luke Skywalker. Yeah. I, I genuinely though, I, I think we could probably get there if grand scheme we're looking for the child's people, and I think the people would be the Jedi that we're gonna get to when we talk about the trailer. Like, I think that's very like a very real possibility that we get some sort of appearance of Luke Skywalker as a character. So. yeah i think so um we'll see we will now mike i believe that was everything we had to go over so let's talk about this trailer let's do it now i'm gonna pull it up just to reference it um do you remember (laughs) 
the the second this trailer came out i texted it to you because we last week we we're like of course it's probably gonna be a trailer tomorrow in the I gap know. and I know. look what happened the trailer came out between the recording and release of the last week's episode honestly you know yeah i hate to see it but it's something that it's so predictable now mm-hmm. you know uh it seems like it seems like star wars if they're not going to release something on like sunday night football it's going to be on a tuesday morning yeah you're absolutely correct now um looking at the trailer right now on the official star wars youtube channel it has almost 9 million views uh 355 thousand likes 3.7 dislikes so we're here to party obviously oh yeah oh yeah and if you, if you haven't seen this already you gotta yeah dude from the get though like i just miss the look of this show honestly right yeah and not not to mention this is like a pretty short trailer but mm-hmm. like you you really just get a good sense of the world just immediately mm-hmm. yeah. just just by the way it looks yeah now kicking off uh is it just me uh we we, we kick off looking at two planets and the razor crest flows by does the razor crest look a little beat up to you Oh, it totally does. And also, does this like planet in the foreground look a lot like Jupiter to you? Yeah, <laughs> that's just a that's just an interesting thing that I, that that came out to me. But yeah, it definitely looks damaged. Uh, one of the engines seems like it's kind of sort of like sputtering. Mm-hmm. Do you see that? Yeah. So I wonder where that takes place in the season. Like, I wonder if all of this content in the trailer is pulled from the first episode or two. Um it seems like it could be you know based on what we see we don't really see anything specific in terms of a grand like oh shit shot right it's like a lot of stuff that you could see in a season one there's really no appearance of a lot of rumored things like there's no ahsoka in this trailer there's no uh tomorrow morrison which um worth noting there was a leak that came out about who tomorrow morrison is most likely playing we're not going to talk about that because we're just very close to the season. It's kind of a spoiler. So if you want to know about that, it's out there. But we're probably going to cool off on the, the Mando leak talk in the coming weeks. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're just going to not talk about any spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll, we'll just determine the definition of a spoiler, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. kicking off. Also, can I make one other observation about the Razor Crest? Sure. It also looks like the hatch is open. Yeah. So, I, like, I'm wondering what's going on there. Like, are they running away from something? Like, did they have to make a slapdash escape somewhere and things went wrong? Uh, are we limping back to Grief Karga in this shot? Is that what's happening? Like, going back just for support? <laughs> like, what's going on? I mean, maybe. It definitely looks like they got into some sort of, some sort of issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know yeah uh, it, yeah it, it's it's not it doesn't really reveal much to mm-hmm. be honest but it, it's it's interesting mm-hmm. so we have like you know it's a, a ship careening towards a, a planet so mm-hmm. uh the trailer really like has a good energy to it it has a slow build lots of just establishing shots right like we see mando and baby yoda walking down a back alley which is pretty cool um tuscan raider on a bantha looking up at the razor crest on a planet that i would assume is tatooine i yeah i I feel like we're gonna definitely go back to tatooine yeah like 
Grief Karga and Cara Dune were on the the home base planet still, right? Uh, yeah, I forget the name of it, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's Outer Rim. It's another, like, kind of desert planet. So, like... Yeah. Um, I, I was just trying to check in, because I don't think they would have um, gone to Tatooine, right? The only person we're aware of on Tatooine besides maybe luke for a period of time would be the mechanic from season one right right uh who, who played the mechanic I'm, I'm blanking i forget yeah it was okay <laughs> yeah also uh oh ooh, hold on remember uh there was that tease on tatooine of of yeah the boot remember because we saw ming na one's character uh get shot because she was the bounty that week and so i wonder i wonder who that is yeah i wonder if we return to that boot <laughs> <laughs> whose boot is that <laughs> i think i think definitely um they wouldn't like they wouldn't tease something like that and not return to it especially since this definitely looks like tattooing that's definitely a tuscan raider mm-hmm. yeah. so on a bantha yeah so yeah uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get answers folks mm-hmm. yeah damn i i just like just remembered that boot so I'm, i yeah that, that could be very cool yep um uh, next we see another planet which again probably leans into the idea of job of the week or quest of the week you know we're getting a lot of variety out the gate looks like an icy planet though yeah so the immediate shot after that we see mando and baby yoda in the snow mike yeah and a lot of people are speculating that they visit ilum yep do you believe this i do and and not immediately from this uh these shots there's a shot later in this trailer that we'll get to that sort of like really establishes it for me i think Um, uh, i won't i guess i'll just say it now they're they're like walking through some sort of like ice cave Mm -hmm. It, it looks very like fallen order to me Mm-hmm. uh and i think definitely on purpose so yeah. um dude that's first off that's pretty cool right i i think so yeah now what what just came across in my head dude what if i'm just thinking of all these possibilities right because we we learned in this trailer because of the narration uh the next shot is matching this specifically the narration is the blacksmith mandalorian character her lines about finding baby yoda's uh clan or whatever she brings up the line again they use the line of like the jedi how a very long time ago the jedi fought the mandalorians and they had a great like bloody conflict yep and they call them like wizards or something like that and they show sorcerers sorcerers yeah they show the boss the legit boss herself sasha banks i know in a black robe first off i'm a big fan of sasha banks I, I also mm-hmm. oh no no continue i was just gonna say got into wwe in high school she's great excellent performer excellent on the mic so her being in this universe i completely forgot there was that rumor so seeing her here that is awesome i i never got into the wwe to be honest with you mm-hmm. uh, so i don't not super familiar with sasha banks uh mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. but uh yeah no that's definitely cool yeah um she she definitely looks like she definitely looks menacing or like suspicious in some way mm-hmm. now 
it's heavily implied due to the editing that she's a Jedi or a Force-sensitive person. Yeah, for do, sure. Do you think that's a swerve? Or do you think that's just I, I face think value? It, I think it might be a swerve. I, I don't really like to come to any conclusions based on that because it could so easily be a swerve. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I... I I guess we'll just have to wait to see. Yeah. She could be really anything. She's really only in this trailer for that, that second. Yeah. <laughs> like, now, uh, but she does like she does disappear very gracefully. Yeah. So, were you gonna say something before I brought up Sasha Banks? I was just gonna say that the planet that the Mandalorian, Baby Yoda, and Sasha Banks is are on, looks very watery. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it makes me think: Are they on Moncala? Ooh, that'd be very cool. Because there are a lot of like you know aquatic looking aliens around. Yeah, right? and I, I think the shot after she disappears, or like the the next scene we see is Manda after the streaming October. We see Mando and Baby Yoda on a boat. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, it just looks like a vast ocean, and like if you look in the background, more aquatic looking aliens. I think that they're native to those those planets um mm-hmm. so we'll see that'd be really cool that would be now seeing them jumping around to all these different places now i'm wondering if like are we looking for like jedi artifacts or something kind of like how the initial pitch of kylo ren was that he was supposed to be this fanatic obsessed with tracking down all these ancient jedi sith things like if we get a little bit of that even though that is again like MacGuffin heavy like i, I think that could yeah. be cool you know in terms of a fan service way I mean, I think that'd be interesting. Like, that'd be an interesting mechanism for the Mandalorian to find, you know, a Jedi, right? Like, he has to go and, like, you know, hunt down all of these, you know, ancient artifacts that will, like, lead him mm-hmm. to to something. I don't know. I feel like that would be a cool setup for that. Um, Definitely. Now, when we get I don't to... Know, I don't know how exactly that would work. But... Sure. Remind me when we get to the Ilum... Uh, shot that you were convinced about to bring up my point that blew my mind because I will hold that until then okay so after that we get another good look at after the deadliest catch scene we see um <laughs> the razor crest being pulled up on by some x-wings is that what it looks like to you uh, yeah it looks like they're they're kind of like coming up flanking them yeah because uh, we see in that cockpit shot the the x-wing to his left is changing to attack position so i know i know yeah they pull up they pull up and their s foils aren't in attack position mm-hmm. uh but then yeah we get the cockpit shot and that's that's when that happens mm-hmm. um and then i guess the very next scene is you know it looks what seems to be these two x-wings chasing the razor crest yeah uh Shortly after that, Grief Cargo, Cara Dune, hanging out, casual robes. Right. Uh, same planet, it looks like, right, from season one? Yeah, it's really it's really bothering me that the name of that planet is, is, is like, escaping me at the moment. Yeah. Now, Mike, what's very interesting so far, immediately after that we see a TIE fighter taking off, and we also see some stormtroopers. Right. Also, the TIE fighter looks very cool number one yeah seeing that takeoff is pretty sick <laughs> it does look very cool uh but yeah the stormtroopers it looks like it looks like a very brand new hallway 
Yeah, and like even their armor looks pretty nice. And unlike the stormtroopers we saw in season one, right, where it was very dirty. And after that, we also see some scout troopers doing a crazy action set piece <laughs> with some uh, speeder bikes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think if anything, this trailer one it does what good trailers do, in my opinion, where it just constantly builds. Like it just you're building and building and building. But it makes me feel like season two has a much bigger scale than season one did in terms oh, of its for sh- set pieces. For sure, for sure. I mean, I, there were a, lo- a lot of cool set pieces in season one, I, I thought. Um, mm-hmm. But it does seem like that there's there's much more, gra- there's a sense of grandios- grand- grandiosity in this. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes me wonder, uh, do you think that they're going to start to explore like the foundations and the start of the First Order? I don't know. Maybe like I think if this does hit four seasons or further down the line, I think we could see that. But what would be very interesting is maybe seeing uh, Moff Gideon kind of have sort of a founding role in spurring on the shadows of the Empire, if you will, that eventually lead to Ooh. <laughs> uh, the First Order. Yeah. You know? Interesting. So... Um, then we get into a lot more of some, I'd say, montage set pieces of Mando in despair. Uh, but right here, okay, one minute, 21 seconds, the caves, the ice that's caves. What, that's what I'm talking about. That's That looks like that looks like uh, the Clone Wars episode where Padawans go to Ilum with Yoda and Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. That, looks, that, looks like, that looks like Fallen Order when you go there to get, you know, the crystals. Uh, yes that looks like Ilum to me um and i think it would make sense you know if 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 mandalorian is trying to find the jedi that he would go to such a place um hasn't quite been destroyed yet yes (laughs) now mike what blew my mind and what came across to me what if go with me in the efforts to find baby yoda's clan his people the jedi the pool of Jedi we have access to right now, pretty small. Like, it's Luke Skywalker. It, depending on how you look at it, Ahsoka, you know, she's not a capital J Jedi, but she was trained by the Jedi, you know? She got she got the powers. Yeah. As far as we know, Cal Kestis is alive. <laughs> True. Now, Sarah Junda is alive. Yeah. And remember how, at one point in time... We were like, hey, interesting that Cal Kestis just looks like Cameron Monaghan because they scanned him in. He's an actor. He looks like that. Do you think that maybe one of the Jedi we find, maybe it's not Luke Skywalker, maybe it is, but do you think we have a a potential world where Luke's new Jedi order consists of Ahsoka Tano, Cal Kestis, and then Baby Yoda? Well, I have to say, I, I guess I don't know, because we don't actually know if Cal Kestis and Sarah Junda are alive. This takes place after episode six. True. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, we, we, we don't even know, like, they could all die mm-hmm. sometime, like, before episode four. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, I guess if Cal Kestis survives, I guess that kind of just adds to the question, like, where were they? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. the entire time. Yeah, because, I mean, we're already like that with Ahsoka right now, right? Like, where she was. Yeah. Like, where was she during all of that? Yeah. Like... <laughs> so, so, I'm curious. I think the reason I asked that question is because 
Ilum, I think, is most notable to me, at least, from Fallen Order. Like, obviously, like you said, there was that episode of Clone Wars, but, like, it's also Starkiller base eventually. But to me, Ilum proper is that level in Fallen Order. So, like, I made that immediate connection. I don't know how likely that is based on how much more complicated they want to make what Jedi were alive and well while Luke was fighting for the soul of that order. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think, you know, it definitely looks like Ilum to me. I, that's that's the first thing that came to my mind. Um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. For sure. Um, and then, of course... Oh, hold on. Yeah, there's a, another shot of Mando looking into those caves. But we end off with... Again, I'll make another comparison to Fallen Order. Audio-wise the the music of this trailer very much reminded me of one cal Kestis's ipod and two the music playing <laughs> in that arena in the middle of the game that's so funny man <laughs> right cal, cal-, cal- space ipod yeah but doesn't it like that chanting kind of rock music type deal right yeah it does it does for sure mm. especially this like especially this last scene when they're in the uh like in the the underground arena fight club looking thing. Yeah. So I I wonder if that's just a case of trying to like weave together more things to make the universe feel alive. I bet that's probably it and that's the extent of it, but it it was something cool I noticed. And once again, we see at the end Mando's about to square up with these uh, people at the city place. He pulls out his electro stuff in his wrist rockets and then baby yoda does the key will close the egg yeah that's so cute I yeah love it. very good because that tells me that's happened before oh yeah for sure so how does he how does re, how does he replenish that you know that's what i want to know well, where the, does he get the where does he get the wrist rocket the wrist rockets i don't know dude i don't but, <laughs> i don't know um that's the end of the trailer though so overall mike biggest takeaways slash what does this do for your hype of season two well i'm surprised about how much it doesn't tell you uh yeah i thought did a good job doing that uh i really don't know anything about the season uh other than the fact that you know the basic premise is that the mandalorian is trying to get the get the child baby yoda back to uh back to his back to his people Mm -hmm. I you know it I think in terms of the hype it it definitely it definitely elevates it for me, uh, and yeah it's just it's filled with cool shots, filled with cool stuff to speculate on, uh, and I'm just excited to watch this next season personally. Uh, it just it just adds adds to that. Yeah, I agree. I will co-sign everything you just said. Um, I I think my biggest takeaway is definitely the scale, not only in terms of the set pieces like we mentioned, but also the variety because like I'm, I'm sure that final place could have been on grief cargo's planet or potentially moncala but like i i think there's a lot of variety in the scenery right like we saw that ocean planet we saw tatooine we saw ilum potentially we saw um grief cargo's planet so like yeah if it is only nine episodes and we're moving around that much i feel like it's going to be kind of breakneck in maybe a good way you know because i think when it comes to pacing in terms of 
what you're doing episode to episode you get a bit more leeway if you're really moving at a fast rate than you do in a film like episode nine for instance where that being breakneck kind of ruined it but i think like yeah leaning into what worked i think in season one of the mandalorian where it was a different thing every week but also having much more variety this time around and much more of a maybe not as far as a, a huge set piece per episode but we saw like the dog fight the speeder chase the brawl in the the underground um the sprawling shot of the ocean like i i think season two to me feels like it's gonna have a much larger scale and that's kind of exciting especially if we're going to be getting more seasons than just two or three for sure and i think i think this uh trailer also kind of uh adds a little bit of uh you know it gives a little context to the fact i think i think it sort of shows that it's going to be a little bit deeper than the last season Mm -hmm. um just by just by you know the way that everything is framed uh the 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 narration um i think it's going to be it's going to be good television man i'm excited me too um i don't know if we have confirmation on this but it also feels like it's been a little bit since the events of season one to me like the idea of them returning to cardoon and grief karga makes me feel like they haven't been there since we saw them together again you know if it was like the two of them coming out to greet them arriving yeah it looked like it looked like they haven't seen each other in a while yeah but um also i do think the i know it's a gimmick it's like a little joke of like baby yoda closing the thing but like he probably trained him to do that of like hey if you see me get ready hide you know so like they they have that a little bit that's definitely more synchronicity than they had together in season one right so maybe it's a year later maybe it's a little more a little less but i i'm excited to see like pick up again with this cast and these characters i certainly wouldn't be surprised if there was some sort of time jump yeah Uh, but yeah i think it's going to be good if there i I hope there is actually Uh, i think that'd be good to for them to off screen have time to to get together and we can kind of just jump right into the middle of that Mm -hmm. final question for you yeah will the child speak uh no no i don't think so i don't think so i think uh i think that's not gonna happen for a while yeah me too you know and if you want to talk time jumps i think we probably need like a 50 year time jump if we want to have like some uh prefrontal frontal cortex development for <laughs> the child yeah i i think i think he's already i think he's already got the prefrontal cortex go, prefrontal cortex going yeah try saying uh, that it's rough <laughs> it is rough but yeah. yeah uh i don't think i, I don't think we're going to be seeing him speaking anytime soon. yeah i don't either but um do you think we get anything else trailer wise before season one launches or yeah 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 for sure i think we're gonna maybe get some tv spots um mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get like something else uh, i don't think we're gonna get much uh and i think any sort of any sort of character reveal any sort of major character reveal that potentially may or may not happen mm-hmm. will will probably just be in the show at this point i think i agree i think that is considering that like we had so many weeks speculating how you end the season two trailer with an ahsoka reveal and they didn't do that i i think you're right that we don't see it until it happens yeah i think that if that's gonna happen we'll see it in the show and Mm -hmm. honestly better that way yeah i agree but uh unless you have any final thoughts mike i think that wraps episode 50 
Well, I mean, what a great episode 50 to have. We're talking about, we've really come full circle. We're really in the thick of it, Christian. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Next episode will be one full year since we started doing the show. And when we started before, we were, were like still a ways out for Mandalorian, but now it just feels like it's so close, even though we still have like a month and a half left almost. I know, I know. Uh, But we're... It'll be it'll be good. Well, we have good stuff planned, and mm-hmm. I'm excited to I'm excited to rewatch season one. Honestly, um, yeah, Mandoctober is gonna be fun. Yeah, my birth month, you know, mm-hmm. Mandoctober, it's a match made in heaven. Absolutely. Well, uh, until Mandoctober, Mike, and until your birthday, where can people find you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Mike P Connors. Uh, very nice. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch at Chris N Buckley. Uh, This show right here is available on youtube.com slash joyclicks, as well as a variety of podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, all your favorites. So if you can rank or review the show on those platforms, it would be greatly appreciated. It helps the show out a ton, just takes a second, and we will love you for it. But always, uh, if you want up-to-date info, uh, I'll post the Mando schedule on our Twitter at JediKnightsJC on so uh, if you want more in-depth looks at that, uh, you can go there. Patreon.com slash JoyClicks is where you can get this show, uh, influence over the show for 2 bucks. $5 tier gets you producer credit like Chris Sakas gets for My First Mon. So if you want that, if you want to get a shout-out on the shows, you can do that. And, oh, we've been uh, doing live premieres every Wednesday of this year's show. So if you're around, it's usually been like 4 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, if you're around then, you want to watch it with the chat, you're welcome to do so. YouTube.com slash joyclicks. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. But uh, until next week, until Mandoctober begins. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, well, we got, we got one more week before Mandoctober kicks off. but One more week to really ramp it up. Mm-hmm. Here. We have one week until our celebration of Mandoctober begins, but Mandoctober starts when the clock strikes midnight on september 30th honestly christian man october's already begun oh you're right you're right absolutely (laughs) but uh until then we're fine everything's fine how are you may the force be with you hello there this is where the fun begins general kenobi